0: all right what is going on everybody welcome back to another day of saber sims dfs office hours it is thursday june 29th of 2023 here pga teed off earlier this morning good luck to all of you in your weekend long and showdown pga contests uh we have a five game mlb early slate underway already with san diego and Pittsburgh already underway here and then we also have a five game main slate later today so it should be a fun day of DFS get that all day sweat uh, it's one of my favorite things about playing DFS here but for those of you who are new here welcome my name is Andrew I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim it's a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app answer any and all DFS related questions you can uh, reach us at support at sabersim.com and ask us questions. You could post questions live in the YouTube chat, and you can also post questions in the office hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and you want to join, there's a link in the description below. Highly recommend it. Get access to all of our similar channels, get access to all of our individual sport channels where sharp users and other members of the Sabersim team are conversing and talking strategy each and every day, so can't say enough good things about the Discord here. But with that being said, going to get the app pulled up here. Uh, We have a few questions that came in in the Discord here. Looks like about uh, four questions, but I don't think these are ultimately going to take too long to get through here. So if anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get those in. Uh, But first question here that came in yesterday And question says, does a player's projection change when they are home versus when they are away, uh, either for batter versus pitcher? Uh, So, you know, player projections are are always going to change game to game, right? Uh, You know, that's that's one of the interesting things about DFS, right? DFS is this game where you are playing the same type of game every day, but you're never going to have the same exact scenario or stage, right? uh so the 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 rules of the game are the same the uh the like um what's the word i'm looking for you know the style of the game is the same but you know the the two teams are never going to have the same exact pitchers or the same exact uh you know hitters each like facing certain players right so that that is why dfs is so interesting you know houston might play st louis three times in a row but you're going to get three different uh starting pitchers with different players out of the bullpen and all these different dynamics, right? So DFS is an interesting game from that perspective. So you can always expect uh, projections to change day to day here. I think that, you know, where, where you might have been leading with this question is I think that one thing that you can see, you know, if you have access to these detailed stats here, if you were to come over to the detailed stats, let's look at plate appearances specifically here. And we'll only look at batters. If you sort plate appearances descending here, highest plate appearances to lowest plate appearances, what you're going to see is you are going to see that away hitters uh, generally bat more, and and you know that's because they're guaranteed 27 outs, and you know first and foremost, right? That's that's one huge thing here. Uh, but but in general, you know, what you need to know is that we understand that away hitters are generally going to get more bats than home hitters here, which you could see by sorting by plate appearances. Um, All of our, I don't know how many, this this is like probably our top 15 batters uh, for highest plate appearances are all away hitters, with a lot of them coming from, from the Dodgers here. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, okay, six and one. Seven and one, eight and one, nine and one, ten and one, eleven and one, 11 and two. So, of our top thirteen batters uh, with the highest plate appearances, eleven are away and two are home. So, because you know we we are representing this to you in the app, which means we are capturing this data, we are using this data and understand it when building your lineups. So, uh, you can you can feel comfortable knowing that we we are able to uh, handle this information for you. All right, next question here. Question says, what would be a good suggestion when you're trying to decide between two teams that are facing each other with a similar team run total? Uh, So this is interesting. You know, one thing that I specifically like to do in a large field MLB contest is I don't like to have too much exposure – to one game in particular, right? It's, it's, you know, if this question was about yesterday's slate, it was a big 13-game MLB slate. You know, if you have 40% exposure to the Dodgers and then 40% exposure to the Rockies, uh, you know, they they could be stacked together. So that's like a small nuance here, but we'll, we'll just assume that they're not. Like, let's say 40%, five stacks of Dodgers, 40%, five stacks of Colorado here. You know, that 80% of your lineup exposure is is wrapped around this one game here right so that's that you're you're assuming a lot of risk and and it might not be a bad thing you know the the run totals are so high in Colorado with the Dodgers playing there really good team right so so it, it's not a terrible decision but from a risk management perspective here I don't love having so many of my lineups dependent on one single game on a large 13 game MLB slate here right there are so many options so many teams out there uh we saw that yesterday right texas had 10 runs cleveland had 14 runs uh dodgers i think scored 8 and colorado scored 9 so there were different definitely options right so uh baseball is this interesting game where where you can get to the winning lineup a lot of different ways here so uh from a risk management perspective i don't love rostering so much of one particular game on a large slate here so uh, in general, you know, getting back to your question, what would be a good suggestion when you're trying to decide between two teams that are facing each other with a similar team run total here? Uh, one, you know, the ownership of these teams is definitely going to come into play here. Uh, the builder is going to make some decisions, right? Some decisions that you might not be able to make intuitively here based on salary and, you know, where it can fit in the next best teams uh, from the Sims, right? So, You might have more Rockies five stacks than Dodgers five stacks, even though they're similar, but that's because the hitters on Colorado are cheaper. And then that allows you to get to some better pitchers, some better secondary stacks. So I like to trust the builder for all of those decisions here. Uh, But, but I would just be careful if, you know, you're talking about two teams that are facing each other, right? Uh, Just, just be a little careful, not getting too caught up in, in just one particular game on this large slate. All right, next question here from Jim. Jim said when you start a new build and your first lineups are very high percentage of certain stacks, let's say 30 to 50 percent, is it a good idea to lower it to bring it closer to the Saberson projections? Looking at 150 lineup build. Uh so I ran a couple of builds before we got started here. I was just I was actually testing something for for uh our next question here, but I'm just gonna use one of these builds and let's say that you know i come in here and i see that you know i am getting a lot of exposure to a certain team here the easiest way and the way that we recommend bringing this down is not by coming in here and setting a map uh, adjusting the max exposure right away here the best way that we suggest is to come in here and increase your min uniques right so by increasing your min uniques you're going to make the you're going to put the builder Uh, In this position where it's going to have to make some hard decisions about what players to keep in your lineups and which ones need to be diversified, etc. here. So in this 20 lineup build that I'm running, uh, 648 lineups in my pool, I've increased my mini neeks up to 7 here. And my exposure to Houston has come down from 100% to 45% here, which is much closer to the stack pool exposure. So I, I'm a fan of using stack pool exposure as as a guide, as a measuring stick, as to, you know, some of the leverages that you're getting uh, as like a grounding point to to reference here when trying to figure out what the what the exposures that you want to take with you into your contests are. But I think that using Min Uniques is going to be your best friend as to managing some of these high exposures that you might deem high in general. All right, next question here from Scion. Question says, I have tried to select no stacking on the stack types tab for MLB on DraftKings, but when I do this, the optimizer comes up with no lineups. So I have to set a rule to get lineups with no stacks. I am playing a GVP 150 max. I wanted a few lineups with no stacks, just in FYI. Okay, so I was testing this this morning, and to be honest, I was having some issues getting the no stack. Uh, tab to work here. I tried two different things. I tried increasing my min exposure to no stacks. And then I also tried setting a rule, which said I used no more than one player from any team. And I was experiencing issues with both of those rules. Uh, What I can tell you is that, you know, we are working on an update to the app that I believe will address this and will make this much easier uh, to accomplish here. So I apologize for the inconvenience. In the meantime, one workaround that I did find was that if you set a rule that says use no more than two players from a team and you decrease your correlation here, uh, you should be able to get lineups that have no more than two stacks here. You know, this is probably the closest that you're going to be able to get in the meantime here. But I think that, you know, lineups with primarily two stacks are are close enough here to, to what you're uh, looking for. And, and it's probably the best we can do at the moment here. But aside from, you know, showing you how to do what you want to do, I would highly, highly caution you from taking this approach here. Uh, MLB is a highly correlated sport. All of our backtesting shows that stacking is important in MLB DFS here. And, you know, I I, I don't know about you guys, like, but I subscribe to the DFS Daily Newsletter where they review winning lineups. And you're going to see sometimes that lineups that are uncorrelated, that are unstacked, uh, win win contests and that does happen right but that does not mean that those lineups are positive ev lineups like it is very possible for negative ev lineups to win contests so don't get in this results oriented approach of like hey i've seen non-stacked lineups win contests maybe i should play some of them uh you should play the best content the best lineups for the contest that you're playing and in MLB DFS, those are going to be stacked lineups here. So we talk about, you know, sometimes more is less with Saber sim. Sometimes uh, you just want to add a couple fine tune adjustments and leave the rest to the builder here. You know, this specific adjustment is one where I would caution you and say that uh, this is along the lines of actually hurting your lineup set and and doing too much right maybe doing too much maybe um you're you're decreasing the ev of your set as a whole by including these lineups in your in your lineup portfolio here so again you know i showed you how to do or how to get close to what you want to do here but again would highly uh ask you to reconsider your your convictions as to why you want to do this and and see you know if they're actually strong enough to warrant this approach but that is, that is all I will say on the topic here. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. We have one question in the YouTube chat. If anybody has any questions, now's a great time to get those in. FV said, do you feel there's a need to run the Sims a few times throughout the day to see if there are any changes that really stand out with projections and builds? If so, should you try and incorporate those differences in your final build? Uh, I think this is a really good question, right? I think a lot of people... Uh, enjoy DFS. You know, DFS is a hobby. So they're probably thinking about it while they're at work. Want to see what some lineups look like throughout the day here. You know, I don't love this idea because what I think can happen is that somebody can log on in the morning, run some lineups, and then kind of get grounded to those takes, right? Like, Hey, I ran a build in the morning and it was giving me a lot of St. Louis. And then now I'm running a build closer to lock And now I'm not getting any St. Louis, you know, should I, should I force St. Louis into my lineup uh, portfolio now? And, and I think that actually hurts you more than it helps you similar to like kind of what we were talking about with the, with the last question here. Uh, You should know that, that the closer we get to lock projections are going to dial in ownership specifically is going to dial in here. And what I think is that, you know, these inputs are going to be more accurate, closer to lock. So the builder is going to be able to make better decisions and you should not take a decision that the builder made with worse information and work that into your working set of lineups that you're taking with you into your contest. I think that you should always take the most recent information, um, weight, weight that, you know, the, the strongest, the heaviest here, and, and leave some of those priors out of your thought process for when you go to build your lineups. So um, I think it's okay to, to run lineups throughout the day if if you want to, if you need to, but I would always approach your final build uh, with kind of a fresh set, fresh set of eyes here, a fresh mindset. And uh, uh, personally, when, when I play, I'm just running my lineups once close to lock. It's not like, hey, I'm playing today. I'm going to run lineups throughout the day and see what they're looking like. I, I don't do that. And um, mostly for the reason that I don't want to, get something in my head even if it affects me subconsciously where um it is ultimately hurting my my um objectivity and uh my my decision making when i go to run my final build but good question definitely worth discussing here and we are all cut up with questions at the moment here so while i wait for any last questions to come in just want to remind you guys you guys are not playing over on owner's box highly recommend taking advantage of our promotion we partnered with owner's box at the beginning of the mlb season here we it's been a really good partnership partnership to date here a lot of the contests on owner's box will overlay where they are paying you to play the contest you will find rate free contests you will find reduced rate contests And those are just percentage points that you do not need to win back before seeing a profit, right? So DraftKings Fandle taking 15% rake. uh, Those are additional ROI points that you need to win back just to break even, right? So taking advantage of contests where they are paying you to play, where there is no rake or reduced rake is one of the best things that you can do in the DFS ecosystem in 2023. So also, the competition is going to be a lot softer than what you're going to find on other DFS sites. Price pools are smaller, so that keeps the Sharks away uh, for now here. But I think that as owner's box, uh, we get into NFL, NBA season here. Uh, we're going to see some growth there. So we might see some players migrate, but that is my opinion at the moment. Uh, if you use promo code SABER or SABERSIM, when you sign up, you will get a $500 deposit bonus and you can earn free months of SABERSIM just by playing on the site here. So we will track your entry fees each time you hit one of our entry fee thresholds, we will reach out to you, let you know that you have earned a free month. If you want to claim that free month, um, we will reset your tracking to zero and you can start earning towards your next free month right away. There is no limit on the amount of credit that you can earn. FV said, thank you for your insight. Yeah, man, happy to help out. Uh, just trying to give you you know, my most honest and, and straightforward thoughts here. So I apologize if, if they come across uh, tough at times here, but just trying to trying to help you guys out the the best I can. But all right, everybody. Uh, My nice short show today. I get it. Uh, Sometimes that happens, but we'll be right back here tomorrow for our last show of the week. Tomorrow is Friday. So if you guys have questions about weekend sports, MMA, NASCAR, uh, League of Legends, whatever it may be, uh, for the weekend, get those questions in before tomorrow's show. You can drop them in the office hours channel, let them sit there until tomorrow. That way we've got a steady queue of questions when we uh, log back on, but until tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.